You know the vibes. Usually it's a bit more excited than that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. BJ, hit with the intro. Him with the intro. So, we 200 shows in. I... And that's the hey, wait a minute. Let's start this over, man. Man, listen. Hey, hey, hey. hey. You know, my, you know. This is like a hot. I'm, 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 I'm gonna pretend like we listening. I'm gonna pretend like we listening to Illmatic. I'm gonna oh. pretend we listening to Criminal Minded by KRS One. I'm gonna pretend we listening to Paid in Full by Eric B and Rakim. You don't skip none of these songs, Mo. <laughs> you hit the rewind button because you say, "Yo, I gotta hear that again." Now, Mo, this is 200 plus, baby. And tomorrow is gonna be another one. <laughs> now, Mo, hit the intro and let's yeah. get it. My voice is on about one percent left. I'm gonna have a sip of my gentlemen. drink and I'm gonna try to hit it. But if I hit this intro, then lose my voice. You gotta do the whole show by itself. You know that, right? I got about one percent battery left in my voice. One second. You know the vibes. No, now you're talking. Now, now, now let's start the show. Let's oh start God. the show now. If you knew how much energy that took, you know, Michael Jordan had his flu game. This is my flu podcast. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Promise not to cough again during the show. Well, BJ and I taped a few hours ago and not much has happened since then. So I figured now that we're over 200 deep, it's good to go back to some of those questions that you guys sent in that we didn't get a chance to answer on episode 200 because we spent the whole episode arguing about just one question. BJ, you ready to dive into some of these? Mo, I stay ready. Mm. Well, this is the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. So our first question comes in from J4177, a huge Dallas Mavericks fan. And he Mm. says, it might be tough for BJ to answer this, as I know the connection between him and JaVale. So don't worry if he can't. Mm. But what has been JaVale's main problem so far with Dallas is Luca at fault. Because Luca's been putting up crazy numbers. The Dallas Mavericks have been winning games here and there. Right. But as a team unit, things aren't really clicking. And JaVale, the starting center for a lot of those games, you'd see him play like three minutes, nine minutes, and then not mm-hmm, really come mm-hmm, back into mm-hmm. the game. And then you saw games where right. he dropped out the starting lineup and Dwight Powell's put back in. What's going on over there? Oh, man, great question. Well, it, it, it is, you know, here, Mo, unlike other places, you know, we got to tell it like it is. Facts. And we got to tell it like it is. So we can't dodge any of that. Great question. And I, and, I, and, I, and, and, and and thank you for asking the question. What, what I think is going on. First, you know, I think it takes time to develop chemistry. You got to develop rhythm. You got to develop things that you need to develop this is a new team from a year ago with Dallas they they lost a very I thought a a very um their second option their second option last year in the kid in Jalen Brunson and I think that they they lost him now let's look at the NBA and the way you play we have this thing now Mo where if you watch the NBA like you and I do all five all 30 teams in the league are basically doing the same thing on the offensive end you have five out, all right? It's, it's literally an open offense because you want to take advantage of the following. You want guys to shoot threes. You want guys to be able to drive all the way to the basket. And then when you do beat your guy and there is help, you want to kick to the corners, all right? The most coveted shot outside of the layup in the NBA are corner threes. Now, 
with the exception of Joel Embiid and Jokic. Maybe Sabonis a little bit now. I don't know if there is any other players that's really getting touches on the post. I, I know one. Who's this? Luka Doncic. They've increased okay. his post-ups by a significant amount this okay. year. Okay. Now, which is which is terrific. When you play the game with an open space so Luka can drive, Luka can go. Luka basically, he is without question probably the most talented offensive player in the league. I mean, when you say a guy who can get to the mid-range and score, he can score from three and he can get to the basket, play from the post, he can do it all. Play isolation, play screen roll, he can do it all. Now you got to open up the game. And right now, when you do have a center like a JaVale, the only place that a center can go, a true center, not a stretch center, not like what you're seeing Pausing with Brook Lopez. Or, or, yeah, or Lopez. now you see with Laurie Marketing, who's stretching as a five. When you have a five, you know, you got to put him in the dunker spot. Mm-hmm. You got to screen and dive him. You don't scream and pop him. You screen and dive him. But when you dive him. Pick and roll for you guys at home. Yeah, when you dive him off the screen and roll, okay, now that clogs up the middle so no one can basically drive to the basket now because where is that big going to go so i think what is going on as i watch the team and i watch these teams now is you got to make an adjustment on how you play with bigs now one of the most unique teams in the league as far as playing with bigs who run the same offense but if there's any type of switch they actually dump it into their big and that's the phoenix suns the mm. Phoenix Suns will dive, and if they're and if you do switch the one man and the five man, like many teams do now, everyone switches one through five. They seal in the bit, they seal in the basket, and they throw it right into it. Whether that's DeAndre Ayton, Bismack Biombo, yeah. and last year Javale McGee, and the Suns, they like to run a lot of Spain pick and roll. So instead of just a simple screen and roll, they have a player mm-hmm. that comes and screens for the big man as he's rolling to the hoop. So even if the team manages to navigate the switch, they then throw another wrinkle in there to make the defenders have to make another decision. They screen the screener. Yeah, they screen the screener. Before you carry on, BJ, I'm going to hit you with this. Of all players in the NBA who are averaging more than four post-ups per game, here's the list. Jokic, Anthony Davis, Luka Doncic, Zion Williamson, Yusuf Nurkic, who we forgot to mention, and Joel Embiid. Of all of yeah. those guys, Luca is averaging the most points per possession on those post-ups. He's getting to the free throw line the most times on those post-ups, and he's turning the ball over the least amount of times on those post-ups. So Luca is doing a great job in those post-ups. How's that affecting mm-hmm. JaVale's game, as you're alluding to? With there's, the... no, there's no space for him to go. Where, where go. does he go? There we go. The, the, you, 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 so if so if they're if Luca is passing and diving to the post, right, which is great for your best player, you want to give your best player as many touches as you can below the free throw line with, with a live dribble. That's that's a solid offensive concept. However, where does your big go if your point guard is in the post? <laughs> he's in the post more than anybody in the league. I mean, I didn't know that stat, but you can see that the spacing is messed up. So at some point here, they're going to have to figure out the spacing on the floor to incorporate that because if you're going to have Luca and Luca is your point guard, 
you're going to have to have rim protectors at the basket. You're going to have to have the proper balance of perimeter play with post play. You're going to have to have a balance for what you're going to do in the defensive end. And I think right now, Coach Kidd and where they're playing, they're just figuring this out as they go along. Not only do they have JaVale McGee, who, you know, in theory should be a tremendous asset for them, right? Because of his ability to block shots and play vertical basketball. They also have another kid, Christian Wood. Mm-hmm. And and he didn't seem too happy. You saw the quote I sent you earlier today. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you can see, look, listen, guys want to play. I don't have a problem with why. It's because I would rather have that problem, guys want to play, than guys who don't want to play. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so they just have to figure this out. It's a new team. Everyone wants to play. Luca is a very unique talent in and of itself, right? Your point guard. I mean, think when you said that, I was like, here's the guy who's your point guard. He's getting the most usage in the league on the perimeter, and he's getting the most touches on the post. He's putting up historic usage numbers. That's what I'm saying. So, Bo, like at some point, you got to, you hear me say this, you have to have blend a blended brand of basketball. And now, Luca, because he's so good. That's not bad so, offense. So, that's that's great offense. Here's the part that I have the question. The synergy between a front office and the coaching stuff. Because when the Mavericks signed JaVale in the offseason, they gave him a lot of money. And the theory behind it was great. You know, he's going to catch a bunch of lobs. He's going to protect the rim. He's going to rebound. But now, with Jason Kidd going to Luca in the post more, clearly that isn't factoring in what the front office wanted to do by signing JaVale McGee. But I also want to say this is... It's not just a player that can block shots and dive to the rim that they sign. They've signed a player who's won a championship alongside LeBron James, a championship alongside Stephen Curry. There's not many guys in the league that you can find like that. So even though he may not be getting the minutes or he may be out of the starting lineup, what he can provide in terms of championship integrity, is that the word we're going to go with? Championship experience, especially to a player like Luca to say to him, look, I want a championship with LeBron. This is what you have to do to be on that level. I want a championship with Steph. This is yeah. what he did. How much of a factor does that play in versus the on-court stuff? I, 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 you know, I don't think it has a factor because Luca is not the same player as those guys. Mm. In some regards, Luca, in no some regard, Luca is a better offensive player than LeBron James. I'm not mad at that. Okay, all right. People say, "Oh, well, you can't." No, Luca in the half court offense. Okay, if you just said one on one basketball, Luca can get his shot off against anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luca is a he. he now he one on one basketball. He's got a big body. He's big. He can play through contact. You can't speed him up. He can play screen roll. He, he, he can will, play isolation. He will pump fake you all day until he sees okay, the smallest advantage. If, if you're playing, BJ, if you're playing Luca one-on-one and you play the perfect <laughs> defense, you get him to pick up his dribble, his back's to the buck, he can't see anything. He will just pump fake and then he'll see you slightly lean to one side or he'll see you slightly go onto a tiptoes and bang, he knows he's got you. And it's a bucket. Okay. Now, that's one-on-one basketball. That's great. Now, let's get to team basketball. Mo, he has to play 
a brand because once you get to the playoffs mode, the game is going to slow down. So what's the first thing everyone tries to do in the playoffs? You try to get as many uncontested shots as you can. And what does that mean, Mo? You play, you want to play advantage basketball. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now in the fourth quarter, when the game slows down, Luca is fantastic. Why? Because you're going to need a player like him to create shots and create opportunities when things break down. However, if you're going to win the whole thing, you got to depend on your defense. You got to create opportunities and you have to play advantage basketball, five against four, four against three, two against one. And if they're going to win with a talent like Luca, Luca is going to have to incorporate his talent into the concept, which every great player, every great team plays. That's just a fact. Now, when is Luca ready to see that? Maybe it's the second half of the season. Maybe it's next year. Maybe it's the year after. Because you're not going to win with your best player just playing and getting the usage everywhere on the floor without getting uncontested shots. The only uncontested shots they're getting right now are the double teams that Luca's receiving and he passes yeah. it out. Mm -hmm. However, if they can get steals, block shots, get stops, get consecutive stops. Now, Mo, you will see a blended brand of basketball where you'll have everyone in double figures. You'll have Luca now finishing the game because that's what's the point of having a great player if they don't finish the game. You have to find ways for the team to excel. And it only excels on the other end. Okay, so immediately, Mo, if I was playing against this team, I want Luca, I want Luca to be in the post. You know why, Mo? Mm -hmm. Because that means transition defense is going to be awful. He's the point guard on the team. Yep. He's going to sprint the full length of the court to get back. He's going to be behind the point guard. <laughs> Mo, 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 I want him to be in the post because now that means you're trans, you can't. So one of those bigs have to be out on the perimeter. That means one of the bigs probably is in the dunker spot to dive, to take the defense so they can, he can see the shooters. And that means that their transition defense is all messed up. So, mm -hmm. Mo, I'm okay with him doing that. Matter of fact, that plays into what I really want to do if I'm playing against him. Because I just want him to mess up the balance of the floor. So I get why Coach Kidd can't have JaVale on the floor. Because now you have your one man and your five man on the baseline. <laughs> you have mm -hmm. two shooters in the corner so that he can see. And then you got one out in the in the slot so that he can have a, a bailout pass if he need it. Well, Mo, that means four men is on the baseline playing against a team where we're getting up and down, we're pacing space. And even on the other way, on offense, the Dallas Mavericks are third bottom in the NBA in terms of transition possessions per game. But, getting out because Luka doesn't play fast. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying. So, Mo, at some point here, Luka is going to have to relinquish some of the responsibility because you can't win. You've heard me say this about Philadelphia. Joel Embiid is terrific. However... If you're going to win, especially in the regular season, you got to play at a certain speed. So you can see, you can see this with the Dallas Mavericks. 
Luca is really that good. But at some point here, Luca is going to have to relinquish something to say, mm -hmm. if we're going to be the best version of whoever we're supposed to be, he's going to have to say, all right, Spencer Dinwiddie, you push the ball. I'll just slide off the ball. Mm. Or he's going to – Mo, this goes back to the last year. I told you, I go, when we find out what's his true position, talking about Luca, then yep, we can build the team this around. a few times. Well, now, now, Mo, you, we keep coming back to it yep. because we're enamored with his stats. The guy puts up incredible numbers. He started the season out like 30 points a game the first six or seven games of the season. I think it was like nine, he, most since Will. Yeah, whatever he did. Whatever he did, he is that good. But he's got to figure out how to incorporate his talent around the team. Mm -hmm. Not the other way around. Because he's going to need, listen, I don't like throwing names around and what somebody did. I've seen this movie before. <laughs> okay? This isn't a new movie for me. Mm -hmm. A guy averages 30 points a game, <laughs> and he's so good, he can do anything he wants. Yeah, we've seen it. We've seen a documentary I've seen about this it, too. Movie. <laughs> and, and, and Mo, at some point, that player had to figure out what part of the game he was going to delegate. Mm -hmm. What part of the game, when he, what part of, the, of his career he said, I got to figure out how, how to incorporate my talent into the framework of a team? And once he did that, Mo, that guy, it worked out pretty well for him. He went on to be considered perhaps the greatest player in the game. I, I've heard this speech many a times yeah, yeah. in my so life. This, <laughs> when you have a talent like Luca, what you going to tell him? He can't score? Mm -hmm. What you going to tell him? He can't play from mm -hmm. the post? Mm -hmm. What you going to tell mm -hmm. him? Mm -hmm. He can't play screen role? He what does what he wants. No, Mo, he takes more bad shots that I think than probably anybody in the league. You know what the problem is, Mo? He makes them. Yep. <laughs> the guy makes the guy he'll, makes like he'll step say like backs and a step back three falling out of bounds over three defenders with two seconds left in the okay. fourth quarter. Like it's not real. The, the guy is he he's tough. He can finish at the basket. Mo, but at some point, whenever he's ready, he's gonna have to figure that out. And Mo, he's so good. What are you gonna tell him? He can't do it. Mm -hmm. And thank goodness. That, you know, I saw that guy, and when he made that decision, Mo, we we became unstoppable. The teams he played for became, he, he just would, I've said it, Mo, I'll say it again. Luca is that good. Luca's going to have to say the following. I got to stop playing this game, and I just got to finish the game. That's his job. Mm -hmm. Fourth quarter is Luca time. Yeah. Fourth quarter. Give him all of the touches. The first three quarter, Luca's got to figure out how to get everybody involved, get this guy going, get JaVale 10, 15 points, get this guy Woods 10, 15, 20 points, Dinwiddie, Tim Hardaway Jr., get all those guys going. And then when it comes to winning time, is there any doubt in the last? Hmm? I was just going to say, we see so many games where Luca will have 30, someone else will have 20, and then everyone else will have like four or five. It's not Which I've seen I've seen games this year where he's had two starters who didn't score. Yeah. Two starters. Mm -hmm. How can you not score playing with Luka Doncic? Mm -hmm. Clearly, you're not the first or second option in the offense. Clearly, the other team isn't saying, you know, you're, they're looking all at Luka. How could you not score playing with Luka if what I'm saying is not for real? 
and 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 he's so good you can't say anything to him right now mm-hmm. i think because the guy is probably i don't know what he's shooting you know because i don't get into the stats but he's shooting a high percentage i bet let's have a look so yeah i mean what is he what is he well, shooting he, he's shooting 50 percent from the field he's shooting a horrible 29 percent from three though yeah and well he shoots a lot of he shoots well, a lot of shot clock well, well yeah, I, I was going to say the other thing as well is he's shooting eight threes a game, but also his free throw rate is suffering. He's only at 76% from the line, but I think that's because he's so tired from doing so much on offense all of the time. He doesn't have the legs just, for three-pointers, and I when he comes think, to the line, he's exhausted. I just think, Mo, right now, he, he's he got to figure it out. Like, every player has to figure out what they can do. I mean, this is a phenomenal problem to have. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I, I remember, you know... When you when you're playing with a great player, okay, and he's truly a great player, you know, it takes time. It takes time. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, when you watch somebody average 37 points a night, Mo, okay, 37 points a night with hand checking, okay, Mo, 37 a night. This guy is doing. And that's in an era with a pace of the game that was much slower. Today, that would have been 45. That's what I'm saying. Mo, Mo would have probably been more because he, he wasn't shooting threes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mo, 37- We can add 10 points on free throws alone off the hand check. That's what I'm saying. Mo, you can add 10 points at a minimum. Why? Because of the pace of the game. He's averaging 37, and we weren't playing this pace. He averaged 37. 30- 37, he wasn't shooting threes. He gonna hit a couple threes. Just say he hit two threes. Mm-hmm. Right, let's say he hit two threes. That's six points. That's six. The pace yes. of the game, you got that's a, that's at least transition 18 to 20 more possessions. <laughs> 18 insane. to 20 more possessions with the with the with the best athlete in the league. Okay, that's at least six to eight points. So Mo, that's 14 points right there. Mm-mm. Mo, it's, it's and I'm silly. not even talking about is he hot or not. Mo, I'm not saying the guy got hot. What if he makes three or four threes? Nah, silly. It'd be 50 points on a regular basis. This is what I'm saying, Mo. So now, but Luca right now, which is a great question. He's got to figure this out. This is a lot for these kids to be coming in. This isn't just like, well, he gets his numbers and everybody. No, you, you got to figure this all out. And I would love to see Luca play faster. I would love to see Luca get off the ball a little bit. I would love to see that. I would love to see him be a decoy. Right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Listen, I remember when he went from 37 to 32. That was a big thing for him. Mm-hmm. Okay, but all of a sudden now, you know, those five or six points that he was getting – Okay, now those points was going to Scottie Pippen and Horace Grant, John Paxson. Think mm-hmm. about that. B.J. Armstrong got a few of those. <laughs> now we going to give the big fella, Bill Cartwright, a few touches. That's a big thing. And then all of a sudden, when we needed him to be Jordan, when we need Luca to be Luca, hey, you know, and, and, as a, and as a lead guard, I can say this. And I know Coach Kidd knows this. Why do I know? Because Coach Kidd was one of the great point guards of all time. When you are playing that position, you got to know how to manage a game. 
And I think I've told this story before, Mo. One time I gave the ball to Jordan, and he had it going. Mo, it's, it's like the first or second quarter. He had it going. Mo, he, he had one of those 14, 16-point quarters going. I gave it to him, and instead of running the play, Mo, I just, just held out because I was like, he's hot. He had a mismatch. Beat the whole hand. Of course he did. Okay, he scores. Boom. He's cooking. You know how you know you get you know that look that run when you're cooking, Mo. He runs mm. back, he's cooking like, oh, it's gonna be one of them mm. nights. Mm. The basket Mo, feels two right. miles big. Yeah, Mo. So you know, as a you know, in the game, we got a Mo, we got a great rhythm, we got a great flow. The other team calls a timeout. We run back down the court, they dribble the ball past half court, they call a timeout. Phil Jackson meets me at half court and starts wailing into me. I mean, Mo, we're up like 10, 12 points. The game is going smooth, Mo. We're on the road. Everything is good, Mo. You would think I just came down and looked everybody off and just jacked up a, a three. <laughs> you, you would think, you would think that's what I did, Mo. He meets me at half court, Mo, and he called me everything except BJ. <laughs> and his first words, it's not time to let him go in isolation yet. Yeah. Force him, see. force him to play with the rest of the team in the first quarter, second. It's go, we gonna get to that if we need that. Don't go to it now. Yeah, because you, you have to and factor him being forget. being one of the other yeah, four and, guys and, and, on the court. You're just running up and down yeah. doing cardio otherwise. And Mo, I'll never forget. I mean, Mo, he laid Mo, he laid into me. Mo, he met me at half court. He's called me every he walked me to my seat on the bench. He walked me. You da 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 da. Mo, you know how the coaches would get in the huddle and then they, you know, they get in the huddle and they start, you know, they to figure out what they're gonna play. Mo, the 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 timeout was let me just go at BJ. He didn't say nothing to anybody else, and I never forget after the timeout. I I was like, what is he like, man? I was like, I ran the offense. I did what we had to do. We scored. We're up. Everything is going good. And he just, Mo, I'm telling you, and I never forget, we walk out of the huddle after the buzzer goes off, and MJ comes up to me and goes, my bad. <laughs> I respect that. And I thought, and, and Mo, I got it. It just took Michael to say, my bad, because, you know, when you playing out there with your guys, Mo, you know, you know when somebody feel good. Mm -hmm. You know when there's a matchup. You know you gonna go to the mismatch. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, a little on this guy. Oh, we gonna Mo. He came up to himself. That's my bad. And Mo, I got it. Mm -hmm. And Luca hasn't had his moment yet. He he's still young. He's still figuring out. It's like he got a new. He got a car and he he he's still exploring with it. He got a Ferrari now. He just got a Ferrari. He's still trying to figure out what it can do. Mm -hmm. But MJ came up to me. He said, "That's my bad. That that's the type of vet I had because he knew a young guard was struggling. I didn't understand what was going on in that moment." And Mo, and when I look at the Dallas Mavericks, that's why I was so excited about that question. He just doesn't understand yet. He don't understand. You'll get there. I got no doubt he'll that get he'll there, get there. Though. Oh, absolutely, he'll get there. You know what? You know why he'll get there, Mo? He he. 
he understands the game at, a, at an elite level. You can tell you're watching him play. So I got to let him get there. And when he gets there, Mo, oh, man, you think the league is in trouble now? Wait till he gets there. Because mm-hmm. then while he's throwing the party, he's inviting people to the party now. See, right now, he's just throwing the party, and he's the, he's the show. But when he starts inviting people to the party, coming in and going, hey, I got to get this guy going. I got to get to it. Like, like, when you're a great player, man, you can manipulate the game. You can manipulate matchups. Like, we would – I watch Michael and these – Michael and Bird and Magic, they would do things like, I'm just going to come off the screen because I know you're going to double – and I'm going to take the double team with me so that you guys can play mismatch basketball, advantage basketball. Mm-hmm. When Lucas starts doing stuff like that, Mo, it's over. Because you you can't guard him. He's literally unguardable with one guy. Mm-hmm. He's unguardable. He's pretty much unguardable with two guys sometimes. Mo, this is what I'm saying. When he starts manipulating the game to that level, because he has the talent to do it. It's a wrap. Mo, mm-hmm. it's over. This league, why? Because you can't guard him. You can't say we're we're just going to guard him one-on-one. Because he can mm-hmm. operate from every place on the floor. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you're talking about the Dallas Mavericks picking up their pace. Their pace has got slower and slower over the past four years. It's gone from 99.32. So the pace is calculated by how many possessions a team has in a game of basketball. And it's gone from 99 down to 94.9 now. So that the Mavericks are actually playing at a slower pace by each season that goes along. So you think by them speeding up the pace, that's going to turn them from a team that gets to the second round, maybe the conference finals, to a legitimate team. Because they'll still retain the ability to play like this in the half court because of Luka Doncic. Luka, there is no... Ex- okay, you got Luka Doncic on your team. You got a need play. Is there any doubt what you're going to do? Nope. <laughs> okay. All you got to do is get the ball of this guy. He doesn't need a screen. Mo, I just need to give him the proper space. Mm-hmm. So I have a guy, Mo, that I know is clutch. I have a guy that I know that can shoulder the responsibility on the offense of being, of being a perfect player down the stretch of a game. He's, he's no different between him and Kobe Bryant and Jordan and all those guys. He can score that basketball. Now, he may not be able to do the things on the defensive end, but offensively, Mo, mm-hmm. he can score that basketball now. Yep. There's no doubt in my mind that I can go, I can put him in the post, screen roll, isolation, pinch post. As long as any anywhere in the half court, the man is, is elite. So th- that's not my concern. My big my concern is how do I keep the defense honest? Because mm-hmm. he's playing sometime, Mo, and the other guys aren't involved. And they're still managing to win games. Now they had a bad loss last night against Denver. Now I, I didn't think that was a good loss for them. That's like that wasn't a good loss. Especially with okay. so many players missing from the Denver. I mean, exactly. That, that, that wasn't a good loss. However, Mo, they are right there in the thick of things. And they're still figuring it out. And, and I think they, they were a Luca three you know, pointer away from winning it as well. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> if he, and, and he knocks listen, down the three at the end, they win the game. Yeah. Exactly. Coach Kid, that matter of fact, speaking of three, did you see that three that kid hit? That one, one kid. That that was a 
the the one kid it was at the end of the third quarter or something Lacto Luca Kanko. steps out it was kind of a weird okay yeah, so, it was so a, let it me was tell a... you why it was so weird is because Luca actually hit a three at the buzzer yes. going into halftime but they reviewed it during halftime I believe it was halftime or third quarter halftime and yeah. um, they reviewed it and his foot was actually on the line so they came out for the second right. half but they put two seconds on the clock to play of the first half and instead and of just holding the ball Vlakto Kankar who I believe is also Slovenian let me double check that. I believe he is from, yep, he's Slovenian as well. He's from the same place as Luca. Just catches the ball at her halfway line and drains the three. That was great to see. That was great to see. It was also interesting yeah. to see there was a possession where um, Bones Highland was just going ISO against Dallas. So for, for the mm -hmm. Nuggets, Bones Highland was going ISO, ISO, end up missing or turn the ball over. And Luca was screaming to the opponent player that he needs to pass the ball to Vlakto Kangar, his fellow countryman. He's like, there, pass the ball, man, pass the ball. <laughs> he's coaching the other team. It was funny to me. I, I don't know if he's coaching or he just wants to get his, his countryman involved, but BJ, we keep answering these questions and we keep going in for 30 minutes on the one question. You know what I'm saying? I remember oh, I when know. we first I, I started know. this show. I, well, that, that was a great, that was a great question. That was a, that great, was a question. great question. When we, when we first started this show, we used to do like two minutes per question, but now I'm quite enjoying the well, deep we dives get. and the details. So. We're going to have yeah. to end that one there and we're going to be back tomorrow with some more. So you guys don't go anywhere. There were some serious gems dropped in that podcast by Mr. BJ Armstrong. That's a big comparison, Luca and Michael Jordan. And those Michael Jordan stories are always a delight to hear. So make sure you subscribe and leave a review in the Apple Podcasts app because it helps us rise up the charts. It helps support this show. We'll be back tomorrow with more. Make sure you don't go anywhere. Make sure you subscribe, whether it's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts from. Poop Teams podcast live in full effect. BJ, appreciate you as always, sir. And until next time, like Luca or Jordan or BJ Armstrong, get buckets. <laughs>